one. And we are live on a Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, boys. 8 o'clock. We finally made it on time at 8 p.m. That's a start. Uh, the K&K Sports Show tonight. Mr. Siciliano, how are you, my friend? Good. Good. How you doing? All right. I'm doing all right. And Mr. Kirkpatrick, how are you? I'm doing well. I want to make, uh, you know, happy Wednesday, everybody. Uh, special announcement from myself and the K&K Sports Show. Good friend of ours and listener to the show, Mr. Paul Rosen and his lovely wife, Luby, are spending their 10-year anniversary down in Miami. Congratulations to them, and they are renewing their wedding vows. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations to... Our good friend Paul Rosen and his wife Luby and their family. Hope you guys have a great time in Miami, and we'll catch up with you next week, Paul. Uh, before we get into anything, if everyone sees on the screen in bright orange for him, um, yesterday was one of our uh, great friends, Mr. Michael Briggs' birthday. Um, we're going to get into a lot of uh, celebration for him tonight at 920, but I just want to wish Briggs a happy birthday up there. Um, obviously he's missed, um, you know, especially this time we'll get into it a little bit later with football coming up and, um, you know, Jerry is a, uh, a Bronco fan myself, you know, himself, but, uh, you know, it's a little different without him right now with football coming around. But, uh, again, we will get into that, but, uh, again, this show is for Mr. Briggsy tonight. So, uh, you know, we want everyone to wish him a happy birthday, and uh, we'll get into that at 9.20, but uh, happy birthday, Briggsy. Happy birthday, Briggsy, my friend. Uh, Paul saying thank you guys so much, and uh, Jerry Murr saying peace. So uh, let's go. We got heard a couple, got heard a little rumors today on some Bronco radio. Get into that later. But what we got going on tonight, Mr. Kirkpatrick? I think we got a little or should say a lot of nba in the first hour we got a couple of very special guests joining us in the first hour we got our good friend coach scott fields who joined us a couple months ago for some ncaa talk and some nba talk uh former uh, assistant coach with the golden state warriors and uh, uh multiple uh fiba coach of the year and multiple championships in the fiba world league uh will be joining us shortly and then uh we got a super fan, our number one Knicks fan, Mr. Anthony Donahue, also joining us in the first hour. And then uh, we're going to get all Knicks with, with with Anthony. And then our second hour, a little tribute to our good friend Briggsy, like you said, Kurt. We've got a little tribute coming to him for 920, his yes, birthday. And uh, we'll, we'll play it by year from there. Of course, Rapid Fire with Sis, always popular. We'll have that as well. And uh, we'll see where we go from there. Okay. So uh, tonight... Uh, I know Coach Fields will be joining us in a couple minutes. Tonight are the play-in games, boys. We got uh, Memphis and San Antonio starting. And then, uh, yeah, uh, right now we got 29 to 8. Memphis is out big, 29 to 8. And then an incredible game at 10 p.m., the Lakers and the Warriors. Who would have ever thought at the beginning of the year these two teams would be fighting to be in the playoffs? Listen, or at least the Lakers. Um, that game is going to be it's going to be must watch TV. I'm a little shocked they made it at 10 o'clock. I mean, obviously, because of the LA time, but um, I think the rating is going to be off the roof. It's going to be just an unbelievable game tonight. And um, you know, hey, listen, the late <laughs> listen, 
we'll get into MVP and stuff with Coach Fields when he comes on. But um, you know, Steph, what Steph Curry's doing is just absolutely insane. What he's been doing this year. So I agree. Sis, you got any interest in tonight's games? I thought Lakers Warriors is definitely interesting. Yeah, that should be a good game. I'm looking forward to watching that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, Kenny, what'd you I think like, about last I, night? What was that? Which, oh, by the way, Jerry Murr saying go Avalanche. Avalanche game two with a nice 4-1 victory on, um, I believe it was Monday night for game one. Game two, they are now the favorites still. They are the favorites, I believe, in Vegas to win the Stanley Cup. So the Avalanche going for a 2-0 series. So, yes, we will uh, hopefully we we'll get to a little hockey tonight. Kenny? I think this could be I think this could be the Avalanche's year. Yes. I, I do. You know, getting into a little hockey. I, I think it could be the Avalanche's year. A uh, team that's hot is down by me, Kurt, uh, Maryland, uh, D.C., Capitals. Capitals are a tough little team. Ovechkin, as long as Ovechkin's there, they're, they're forced to be reckoned with in the East. So I would like to see a little Capitals Avalanche Stanley Cup uh, final going ahead, you know, from and see what goes on from there. But uh, we'll see. Yes. You know, what goes on. Uh, you know, not knowing too much about, about hockey, but, but uh, you know, I would say the Avalanche are, are – a, a legit contender for the Stanley Cup. Yes, and Jerry saying the Blues were in COVID trouble today. I did hear that. Um, I think I also heard that they said that them and I believe it was the um, was it the Knights or somebody Golden Knights, one of the other teams that they there was a lot of uh, false tests. So I'm not sure where that stands, but I, I did hear that, Jerry. Gotcha. I'm going to bring in our special guest, Carol. Give you the honor of introducing him. Okay. He should be with us in a second. And there's our friend Kurt. I can let you do the formal introduction. Coach Fields, how are you? Good, fellas. What's going on? I appre- We all appreciate you coming back. Uh, obviously, when we said, hey, we're going to talk a little NBA playoffs, we said we got to get Coach Fields on. I know we're all fired up for some NBA playoffs. You're probably fired up for NBA playoffs. So uh, no one better to talk some NBA and break it down than uh, Coach Fields. So, the floor is yours, Coach. If real quick, I know you're on again, but if you could just real quick give us a quick background of yourself real fast, please. Well, I, I coached in the NBA. I did two years out here with Coach Jerry Sloan as a consultant with the Utah Jazz and then three summers with the Golden State Warriors when Steph Curry was a rookie uh, at the NBA Summer Leagues, also with the Sat Kings, and then 15 years as a head coach internationally, winning multiple championships in FIBA. So been very blessed. Awesome. Awesome. So let's get right to it. Uh, by the way, tonight, right now, it is uh, just an update. Memphis is up 34-13 to 13 over San Antonio. So Memphis is jumping all over uh, the Spurs early. Um, but I know we're going to talk a couple of things. We're going to talk some playoffs. We're going to talk some season awards. Let's start with the season awards, Coach. I mean, okay. Coach yeah. of the Year came out. I mean, I know Kenny, I, uh, Kenny and I insist we're obviously big Nick fans. So Coach of the Year, uh, that one was a little of, hey, does Thibodeau have a chance? It seems like it's, I think it's official now, right? Monty Williams did win it. Well, Monty or- Williams won the uh, the National 
basketball coaches association uh, award. So it's not so much the writers and NBA awards, but, you know, Monty Williams did a nice job getting that team, uh, you know, to a second place finish uh, in the Western conference, but look, look right there in your backyard with Tibbs because nobody, none of the pundits, none of the experts, nobody had um, the Knicks doing what they're doing right now. So uh, how, how can you not love what Thibodeau, how he changed that culture, how he brought that team to an identity which I know those New York fans have been starving for, but uh, Tibbs, Tibbs did a great job, as did – I live right here in Salt Lake City still, so uh, Quinn Snyder out here did a fantastic job as well. So any of those three guys would be deserving. But what Thibodeau did this year, outstanding work. Okay, anybody else on – anybody else, Kenny, or says anything real quick with Coach of the Year? Well, uh, no, Coach of the Year, I, I – when I heard Williams got the award coach uh, fields, I was like, uh, why did he get it? But then I was looking at stats and last year, yes, the Knicks were 21 and 45, but the Suns were 34 and 39 in, in a much more powerful West this year, they finished 51 and 21. So I can honestly see why Monty Williams got awarded that, uh, prestigious award by the coaches well uh, you, but you, like you, you said coach all three of them are definitely deserving and you know unfortunately but fortunately you have these years where there's more than one coach that's willing of the award and one one or two are going to be left out well kenny look look what uh, monty williams is working with i mean he's got chris ball Chris Paul, who has done a great job everywhere he's gone. They worked together in New Orleans years ago. And you got the president of the Players Association, you know, on your locker room, on the bench, uh, you know, bringing that that leadership. Uh, but, but look what Thibodeau is doing. I mean, he's got Julius Randle checking all the boxes on his roles and responsibilities and exceeding those expectations. He's got R.J. Barrett doing great things. He's got Derrick Rose coming in, who's had multiple injuries. But yet, guys love to just play hard for Tibbs because he he has that ceiling, that bar so high, and those guys are living up to those expectations. Nobody had um, you know New York doing anything in the East this year. And look at them, the number four seed, and I feel like they can make noise and beat um, you know the Atlanta Hawks in the first round because you've got home court advantage, and that, that's where you got to give the slight edge to to your Knickerbockers. Right. Awesome. Sis, anything with Thibodeau, coach of the year? I mean, anybody else? Or what's your thoughts? No, I mean, they were picked to win 21 games. They won 48. So how does the guy not get coach of the year? I don't get it. Great point. Great point. Uh, Coach, let's get to rookie of the year. What's your opinion on that? You know, you you had some guys that that did a nice job. You know, right away, Lamelo was getting a lot of attention. You got Halliburton out there with Sacramento, and he had some injuries. Uh, you, you know, you got Edwards there with Minnesota, who who was having a fantastic year. I think he was Player uh, of the Month for May. Uh, but I, because you know, Melo got them into the playoffs, even though they got pretty much rocked last night. I feel like rookie of the year, you got to kind of lean towards uh, LaMelo right now. Yeah, I would agree with that. I know Anthony Edwards picked up a lot of steam. A lot of people were saying, but I mean, you know, they didn't win much. So I think that has to get taken into some kind of consideration. And LaMelo, I know, you know, it, it didn't like last night, the Hornets did not play well at all. Got blown out versus Indiana. But again, he, uh, it hurt when he was out. I mean, he was out for a while. He was yeah. never, I don't think, the same when he came back. So I would agree with you. Our good friend Henry, Ken, uh, 
uh, Kenny Henry is asking a question. I'm going to hold him in a second because he's talking about MVP. So, Henry, hold on one second. I'll ask Coach about that. But what do you guys think, Kenny insists, rookie of the year, LaMelo Ball or someone else? I'll echo, echo Coach Field's words and, and your words, Kurt. I, LaMelo Ball was, was the guy, in my opinion, because of the playoffs, like you both said. Uh, I like what Hal Burton's doing in, in Sacramento. Uh, Edwards, there's a reason why they're not winning in Minnesota. Like You got Carl Anthony Towns. Yes, he's hurt. He has his injury problems. But you got Edwards there, averaged just under 19 points a game. But he only had two assists, you know, and five rebounds. So he's just a shooter. But all around, I like what Bald's doing with the 16 a game, five rebounds, and six assists. I like that and getting that team to the playoffs. I think that he's most deserving of rookie of the year. Okay, sis, anything? I agree with Kenny just said. Kid ball. Tough. Okay, coach, let's get to sixth man award. Ooh, well, I, a lot of people will call me a homer with this one, but I've watched right here in Salt Lake City what Jordan Clarkson has done throughout the year. You got the number one, uh, you know, record in the in the league, the top team in the West. Um, you know, it, when you had – Gosh, Michael Conley and Donovan Mitchell on the bench with injuries. Jordan Clarkson still stepped up and carried the load, and they didn't drop a whole lot. Now, you'd say strength of schedule may have hurt a little bit, but, I mean, Jordan Clarkson's consistently getting you 30, and a couple times he dropped 40 pieces. So he was deep in his bag like he was getting French fries. So uh, Jordan Clarkson, to me, um, is six man. I'm just kind of leaning that way. And I know it seems like because I'm here in Salt Lake City, I got to see him play a lot. But uh, that young man was a great acquisition, and uh, he's done great things in the regular season for the Jazz. And you know what, too, Coach? I mean, you guys definitely have championship aspirations out there. And, um, listen, he's somebody where you're down one. I mean, I wouldn't mind having the ball in his hands, him taking that shot, you know? Yep. So, you know, a lot, of yep. other, a lot of other guys, like, do the little things. But this guy, I mean, does it all. And like you're saying, I mean, hey, he's – you know what he reminds me of? And I'm, I'm going to be a homer with a little Knicks, but like an old school John Starks a little bit, you know, where okay. he could okay. just light it up. You know, he does, he's not afraid to take the shot. He'll do the little things. And um, I, I agree with you. I, I would I would have that vote, too. And uh, listen, I think he's going to be big down the stretch for you guys. Kenny, I just I just like how he how there was wasn't much of a drop off when you had two perennial all star. Well, not really perennial all stars, but Donovan Mitchell, who is an aspiring superstar in the league. And Michael Conley, of course, got into the all star game this year uh, there towards the end. But we got two guys that are, you know, your main ball handlers and control space and pace. And then he came in and did it and then can just get buckets. Uh, I, I just don't see how, you know, anybody else can do that, especially when writers and voters, they do, just like you said in a previous comment, that winning matters. And, yeah. you know, when you got a team that's winning, I, I think that's going to kind of carry some weight. Kenny. I'm not going to disagree, but I'm going to change and I'm going to add, a, add another name just because we are a sports talk show and to agree on everything would not be good, good talk. I'm going <laughs> to be a homer and I'm going to throw Derek Rose's name out there. Oh, I, he's done. What he's done, Coach Kurt, insists, you know, taking over a whole, not just a sixth man, taking over the whole second team yeah. on the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's games where, you know, why isn't he in the starting lineup? Well, if he was in the, if he was in the starting lineup, what would we have in the second team when the second team is in? So he has taken that second team on his shoulders by himself and 
doing what a sixth man or just a team leader should do. So I would add him in the mix. Jordan Clarkton would be number one on my list, but Derrick Rose is getting closer. Okay. Sis, anything? Same thing as Kenny, Jordan Clarkson, but I mean, Derrick Rose for a second tour, man, I mean, he's, he's doing it. So it's, it's tough. Like you said, the teams that are winning, they're going to lean on taking those people first. Yep. Oh. I agree. I, I feel like he deserves to be in the conversation because when you look at where he was when he first came into the league and then to have the injuries like he's had, but yet to come in there and to elevate his game under Tibbs, yep. I mean, yep. he loves playing for him. So yep. he definitely deserves conversation. And, yep. you know, if, if people know his journey, know his path, if you have a pulse at all, you have to at least put him in the conversation because I'll tell you what, watching that guy drop a 50-piece last year and he got emotional in the post-game press conference, man, that, that that's a guy. I, mean, I know we're all Mashlin guys, and you know, we ain't trying to tear up, but, man, you got to love a guy who puts his heart on the line like that. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Coach, I know we didn't go over this, but uh, Kenny just made a great point, and, um, you know, I heard this today a little, but – Leon Rose has to I mean Leon Rose has to be in the conversation for executive of the year. I mean the Derrick Rose trade for a second round pick, picking Emmanuel Quigley when they got him, you know, signing Alex Burks, uh Alec Burks. I mean, he's done a fantastic I mean, I know Thibodeau's gets a lot of the headlines here, but what uh Leon Rose has done as a first year executive yeah. and in yeah. New York, I mean, he's gotta get I think he's you know, a lot of respect for him and I'm happy we have him. I am hey, unsung hero, Norlands Noel and Taj. Yeah, Norlands Noel, exactly. Gibson. Bring Taj Gibson back. I, I got those on my list right here to discuss because Leon Rose did a great job. Now, when you look at it on paper, I, I know it's that <clears throat> team, you know, right across the river, yeah, but uh, Sean, Sean Marks, man, uh, you, you, you look at the guys that he's got on that bench and then you look at his, you know, perennial all-stars again, he's got three of the best one on the closer. Again, I, I like the conversation and you got to have the dialogue. Leon did something special this year because again, nobody, nobody. Now you and I, we all spoke about it, you know, three, four months ago. I said, Hey, keep watching those next because Tibbs, Tibbs has got those boys playing. And here we are talking now and they're the number four seed. Hey, yes, you got to give Leon a lot of credit because the communication and the vision and the direction and the culture that Thibodeau brought in, Leon had a lot to do with with Tibbs coming in. So how can you not give him credit for that? Yep. I remember totally I remember we I remember when you were on a couple months ago with us, Coach, you're saying you guys got a nice little future ahead of you in New York. We didn't know it was gonna be this soon. Like <laughs> RJ Barrett, and you know, we're gonna get into Knicks in a little bit, but just just the uh, all around, none of us would have expected a force. No. Hey, the, the skinny bald man from Salt Lake was kind of prophetic with that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And one more. And Henry, our good friend Henry Zimanoff from Colorado, is saying, I always wonder when the NBA will reveal the regular season awards because I know uh, Jokic from Denver will be the regular, and regular season MVP by a landslide. Is he correct, coach? What do you think? He- you know, I, I, of course, you know, you say he's from Colorado and he has every right to say that Jokic is something special. I mean, here's a guy, Murray goes down, Jokic continues to carry him. It looks slow. It looks methodical, but the guy is just effective in his ability to pass. I mean, he could get triple doubles basically every night. Uh, you know, Embiid, you know, was doing well. And again, injuries, you know, Giannis yep. always right there. LeBron has been injured. So to me, Jokic has to be your your front runner for 
before that. So my man from Colorado, did you say Henry? Henry, Henry yes. Your fingers on the, Henry, your finger's on the pulse, baby. I, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you on this one. Yeah, I, I, I think I agree, Kurt. Uh, I will throw another name in there. I'm going to throw two names. Julius Randle's got to be in the mix with the Knicks. But then Chris Paul, coach, look what he did in Oklahoma City last year. And then he comes to Phoenix this year. And Phoenix is a 17, has a 17 game increase this year. And they're the number yep. one seed in, in the yep. number two seed in the West. Well, and if you're going to throw names. Who would have thought at the beginning of the year Phoenix would have been, been like that good? And a big part of it, in my opinion, is Chris Paul. So that spelled MVP to me. When you bring a guy over and you see that increase yep. and you see a decrease in Oklahoma City. His name has to be in there. And that yet look what Steph Curry did. Nobody thought the Warriors would be where they're at either. Here's a guy who stepped up who's leading the league in scoring. But again, if you put an emphasis on me, you have to give Chris Paul the edge over Steph Curry because Phoenix is in the two seat. So uh, I, I agree with you, Kenny. You uh, you're on it, my man. You're Ken, on it. You coach, know, coach, I want to. I want to make a landslide. I guess I'm the, not doubting Jokic by what he did by all means, but there's other guys there. So I'm surprised it was such a big landslide as it was. Well, here's a couple comments. Our friend Eddie Murphy and coach. We'll get into this in a couple seconds. He's given his prediction already. He's saying Brooklyn in six. So I guess he's taking Brooklyn over Boston. Um, Henry's making a great point here. He's saying Jokic was one of 11 players who played in every game in this abbreviated season. The stats were amazing as he led the team in every category for the fourth straight season. So, yeah, Henry, you're on it, brother. You're on it, my man. I'm going to agree with our next comment from McCarzy Matt saying Steph Curry is my pick to win the MVP. And I look at it like, I know Sis mentioned it before about like winning. And I know, hey, they're in a, I mean, they're in a seven, eight game. It's not like they're a three seed, but where would Golden State be without Curry though? I mean, no, they're they're a G League team. They're a G League (laughs) team, right? And and this guy led the league in scoring. Um, You know, I don't know. I I, I guess Jokic, you know, he has to get it. You know, I, I, I would agree with Henry and all you guys, but. I mean, Curry's got to be there. I mean, he's got to be right there for what he's done with. And he's got really nothing. What else What else do they really have? I mean, they're going to throw tonight. You could talk about but the Lakers are probably going to throw everything in the book at him tonight. And, everything. And, and, and he's still, still, what he, still what he sees. But, well, um, Coach and Kurt, like, that's why that you, you're speaking Julius Randle, too. Where would the Knicks be without Julius Randle? How many games would they win? No, listen, hey, I mean, I, 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 I'm not taking anything away from Jokic. I'm just surprised it was such a big landslide the way. Yeah. All right, so coach, let's so coach, let's do this. There's some more awards. Um, obviously there was a couple games. What were your thoughts on the game last night? The first game, an absolute route. Indiana looked like I mean I think they put up what 144 yesterday yeah. on um on Charlotte so an absolute Charlotte 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 had no pulse they played with no urgency they didn't play aggressive and that kind of surprised me a little bit but I, again I think that's a lot because they don't have the experience on the court and then you know, Coach Jordan you know he he had the Pacers ready to play and of course you know you got Memphis uh you know playing right now and I felt like you know Memphis was going to handle San Antonio Antonio, even though Popovich has done a nice job with that group and, and have them, you know, even in a playoff game. Uh, yeah, you just, I was just shocked that 
you know, there, there was just, there was no passion and no purpose from Charlotte last night. And that, that kind of disappointed me a little bit. I, I, I agree 100%. I was shocked when I saw 144 in a game, not in overtime. It was this a, an all-star game is what I was thinking. You know, no defense. And the, yeah. the coach said yeah, it, no urgency at all. Yeah, and I liked what Tim did last night with Boston. I mean, come on, he he came out there and uh, you know dropped fifty. Yeah. You know, so for him, you know, now all the sports talk is is well, when is he going to accept the you know being the face of the franchise? Because you know, you got Kim there, you got you know Brown who is out because he's hurt. Um, you know, is he's in all in a splint and stuff. But I'll tell you what, Tatum dropping fifty last night was impressive because it's like, hey, he took that team on his shoulders and said, let's go, guys, we're going to carry you, and he did you know one thing i've noticed about boston i always say this with my wife jenny hoops is that you know boston's so much better when they're like in that underdog role you know it's like when they were the one and two and they had Kyrie a couple years ago it's like you know they choked they couldn't finish it they couldn't do it but when it's like you know like no one's expecting anything that's why i'm not gonna say they're gonna beat the nets because i don't think they will but i you know they're they're He'll have them ready. I think they're a little scary if Kemba Walker could play, like you're saying, with Tatum. You know, you get one or two more guys to step up. I mean, yeah. you know, they'll be okay. I think that, you know, they'll, I think they'll do better than expected versus Boston, not beat them. Well, Marcus Smart is going to have to uh, be an unbelievable defensive stopper in that series because, again, you've got Harden, you've got KD. Uh, I mean, just just look at the – you know, you've already mentioned Kyrie. I mean, those guys, come on, three of the best one-on-one closers in the game, and KD can do so many things. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's mid-range or, you know, that stepping into that three and then, you know, those guys beating you off the dribble the way they can. So at any time, you know, New Jersey, if they can stay healthy just like those Lakers, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be a problem. They already beat them three times. Yeah. You know, so, um, okay, then, so then tonight, coach, I mean, listen, the Spurs are going nuts while we're on the, I mean, they were just up down by 20 something. It's a 41 to 39 game now. Memphis is only up two. So are you still going to go with Memphis tonight? I am. I am. I, I, I feel like Memphis, uh, you know, I know they've got a little bit better season record I feel like John Morant will kind of take over and control pace as that game continues. Uh, I, I just feel like, you know, you can never count out Pop because he's going to be clever and he's going to make game time adjustments and that's going to keep it competitive. But I just feel like if, if now in the second half, if Memphis can continue to control the pace and space, then, then it's going to be a John Moran. Kenny, what about you? San Antonio, Memphis tonight. Memphis and John Moran, I want to, I would have loved to have him on the Knicks. So, but, you know, I'm eating my words with R.J. Barrett because he's stepped up a lot this year. But oh, R.J. is doing well. And I, I honestly think John Morant's going to take over, like Coach said, and just I think it's going to be Memphis in the next round. And, in, Sis, uh, what about you, San Antonio or Memphis? Grizzlies. And now we get to the 10 o'clock tonight where everyone's saying the ratings, this is going to be like a conference final ratings game. Lakers, uh, Warriors, LeBron, Curry. Um, it, it's probably what the NBA wanted. I mean, Curry was just unreal on Sunday. I was watching the game. We were away, and we were watching that game versus Memphis, and he was just nuts in that fourth quarter. But, uh, Coach, what's your thoughts on that game tonight? And who do you, you like? Know, I, I'm like everybody else right now. I've got my spectator glasses on. I think it's going to be extremely exciting. I do feel like the Lakers, because of their size, um, 
I think that, you know, they're going to make it difficult uh, for Steph. I think Steph knows that there's going to be a lot of this coming at him. You know, defenses, he, he knows he's going to see, but I think that that length is going to be a little bit different. A couple things to watch, though, in that game. Last year, you had great rim protectors in JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard. Now you got Mark Gasol, who's not really a rim protector, who's more of a face-up five, but they don't have that guy at the rim. But I, I feel like if, if AD and LeBron can be even at 80%, you got to like what, what uh, LeBron's going to bring. You know, I think he probably played a little too long in that last game where he tweaked that ankle a little bit, where I think – Vogel was trying to get some rust and try to get his legs underneath him a little bit so they could galvanize with some chemistry. Whenever you've got LeBron on the floor, I feel like, you know, if, if and if, you know, they can stay healthy, which are tangibles you can't control, you got to give a slight advantage um, because of the, the of that, you know, championship DNA to the Lakers at this point. Kenny, your, uh, your pick for tonight. I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go Golden State, and I think Steph's going to put one of those performances 40, 40 to 50-point games. He's going to have to. He'll have to. And then Wiggins will have to step up. Draymond is going to have to, you know, hit shots and, you know, Bazemore. And, you know, so some of those other guys, those role players have, have got to get 15 to 20. Who's going to be the third scorer? Who's going to be that guy? I mean, you're going to have to have six players probably in double figures, and Steph's going to have to get, you know, a 40-piece to, uh, you know, to make it close. But if, if they're in it and they have, you know – say they're within point you know eight minutes into the game then you, you never know what steph's going to do because he's transformed the game and i, I agree I, I it's going to be fun to watch it's going to be entertaining and kudos to adam silver because i thought the playing games though that was the bubble thing last year yeah the money that is generating the conversations that we're having right now because of it uh you know the last game on the last regular season games on sunday mattered where yep. you know playoff position was going hey it's all about money and it's a business so give adam silver even though lebron said whoever came up with this shot to be fired but when the shoe was on the other foot and he had that one week rest he loved the idea so uh, it's kind of interesting it's like i gotta call lebron out on that one and i know yeah, where Kurt, sis is Kurt going the same thing a couple weeks ago he called him out on that coach i did i did i know where sis is going just, tonight where are you going sis ahead. I was just I was just gonna add before sis goes real fist. Sorry, sis. I was just gonna add one thing that the coach said. The NBA got it right with the playing games. You got Boston on the east, you got LA and Golden State playing in the West, San Antonio, you know. Uh my prediction is Golden State, but I, another reason is I, the urgency is not there because whoever loses this game will still have a chance in beating Memphis and San Antonio, which I think the loser of this game will. So I think both of these teams will be in when it's all set. Sis, what about you? Who do you like tonight? Lakers have the size. They'll beat them off the boards. If Curry doesn't score 50, they got no shot. Uh, Eddie Murphy. The, the, the interior scoring definitely goes to uh, the Lakers. Lakers, absolutely. Uh, Eddie Murphy saying Curry's going to go off from three. And Carzy Matt saying Curry has to be on his game tonight. And this is my guess. He's going to score 60 tonight. So, like you guys are saying, the thing is, I mean, I know, like, we're throwing crazy numbers up. But, I mean, this guy could do something like that. That's the crazy yep. thing. Yep, yep. If he gets into a rhythm and, and, you know, some of those things start to fall early, my goodness, we're going to be in for a treat. Yep. Coach, do it's you good. Think... It'll be, it'll be kind of Kobe-esque in Kobe's last game. Think yeah. about it. I mean, he's just going to go off. 
Coach, I got a quick coaching question for you. Like, a game like this, we're saying, you know, uh, Wiggins has to do this or Draymond Green, they don't really have much after him. Do you see any part of a game like you're saying? He's, he does something like, you know, he hits three out of his first four uh, three-pointers. Do you think you might just see something where it's just like they're just doubling him every time he gets the ball early or uh, like something they're, like they're that? Go, they're going to run a lot of traps at him. They're going to try to get the ball out of his hands. I think they're going to be very physical with him. And if they can be physical with Steph, that'll kind of wear him down. And they keep him moving on the defensive end and attack him defensively where he has to play both ends of the floor. Watch for that strategy because that's going to take his legs. And you got to have legs as a shooter because we all know he comes up to the hash mark. That's his range. But you wear him down and you keep physical on him and make him play both ends of the floor. He's not going to have the legs where, you know what, you need those legs third and fourth quarter. And if they, if they play him physical that way, that could be a difference. So if I'm Frank Vogel, I'm telling them, hey, pick him up, start bumping him, you know, keep keep a body on him, stay connected. We use the word connectivity with him a lot. I, I think if the Lakers apply that strategy and they're smart, they're going to stay physical with him and keep a body connected to him at all times. Great point. And, Coach, so tomorrow now you, you, we have Washington, Indiana. Who do you like in that one getting the eight seed and going to play Philly? You know what? Russell had a, a horrible game last night. I mean, I don't know if he was injured. I don't know what was going on. I know he didn't want to talk to the press. I kind of give a slight edge to the Pacers in that one. Okay. Kenny, sis, what do you guys think tomorrow night? I, I agree 100%. And Beal's still a little banged up, too, with his hamstrings. So that takes their top two players out of the equation, not 100%. Give me the Pacers off their big huge win over the Hornets yeah they've they, they got a little mojo right now they've got a little yeah. momentum and, and they moved the ball well last night like you said in an all-star game but you know what when those role players start believing good things can happen if you peak at the right time we all saw what Miami did last year yep yep sis what about you Washington Indiana tomorrow night uh, gotta go with the paces man they could be they could be a sleeper I know you know, listen, they were, uh, was it two years ago they had a nice little run, Coach? Or was it three years yep. ago or two years ago yeah. they had a nice little yep. run? And again, that was Nate McMillan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when he went in there, mm -hmm. look what yeah. Nate McMillan did with that Atlanta team yep. who's going to be coaching against Tibbs. To me, that's going to be a great chess match and going to be fun to watch right there. And again, I, I mentioned it earlier, but I like the fact that New York has home court advantage. I do feel like, uh, you know, they're going to win on each other's home court. So, you know, if they can sneak one early on the road, that's going to be an advantage. But again, home court advantage is big for Tibbs. And the reason I like New York – Man, they play defense, yes. and that defense travels. And uh, you know what? That's their identity, and that's always been Tibbs' calling card. And yet, they just play hard. And if you can play hard every night, there's your 40 wins a season. And New York did that this year because of Tibbs. Yep. So they play hard. You, that's what I'm saying. At, at, with, with your New York gear on, I'll tell you what, 13,000 fans are, are welcome to come into uh, the, the Garden. I think those 13,000 fans and, and, and the Garden are, are going to be hype. Oh, it's going to be rocking. Going to be rocking. Oh, yeah. Good, um, hey, good for it's good for the league. We, yes, we need it is. New York to be good. It is. It really is. Uh, so, coach, let's do this. So now you're you're picking Memphis. You're picking the Lakers. So let's get to your Utah Jazz now. So that means they would be playing the winner of um, San Antonio or Golden State. Um, they're the one seed, obviously. Let me ask you this. So the way you've again come out, it would be San Antonio or Golden State or Memphis, right? Well. 
Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Or Memphis. Right. Sorry about that. The Lakers would go to the seven. I'm sorry. It would be San Antonio, Memphis, or Golden State. No, it would be Memphis or Golden State because Coach has Memphis winning tonight. Sorry about that. So who do you think it will be? And does either one of those teams scare you at all for your Utah Jazz in the first round? I think the, I think Jazz first round. I don't think that's. I, I, I'm not going to say it's not going to be a problem because you know you've had a week off. You're, you're going to get your stars coming back in. You got to get that little bit of chemistry. How well are they going to galvanize real quickly? But you know, with their bench up here, and you got the Stifle Tower in there, who I think will be defensive player of the year that we didn't discuss. But I, I feel like in the first round, it doesn't matter who's going to get in there. I really feel like the Lakers probably do not want to see the Jazz in the first round, to be honest with you. So that's something to also consider. But uh, I just feel like, you know, the Jazz can at least get that first round series. Okay, anybody else here think the Jazz should be worried? No, I think the Jazz uh, are able to handle Memphis uh, or Golden State. I think we, I think Memphis or Golden State will get, get a game at home, but I think that's it. They'll get one game. I think Utah wins five. Sis, Utah easy in the first round or what? Yep, no problem. Okay, let's get to now the two seed, Phoenix. They will be playing the winner of Golden State or the Lakers. Uh, Coach, you're saying it's going to be the Lakers. Um, Do you think, would you say the Lakers would be the favorites over Phoenix in your opinion? I feel like the more games that the Lakers get underneath them as a group, I feel like they're they they're going to be dangerous. Come on, you've got LeBron James on the floor. You've got AD, who you know whether it's a back or whether it's a knee, he's going to kind of get going a little bit. And I feel like the role players are going to play better with LeBron's presence just being on the court, and LeBron can only take over a game and play within the floor. That that's going to be an interesting game. But I do feel the Lakers would rather play Phoenix in the first round than play the the Jazz in the first round. And I'll tell you what, that's another one one of those must see series because yeah. You've got Phoenix done so well, but what is Chris Paul going to do? Because you always see Chris Paul getting injuries in, in playoff runs. So, again, physicality, the length, the the bench depth, it, it's going to be interesting to see how that one plays out. That's going to be fun to watch. Our guy David Slade from Rocky Mountain Sports Report is saying if Steph goes crazy, it could be a problem whoever they play. Eddie Murphy saying if the Lakers get the eight seed, if the Lakers lose tonight and then win and go and play Utah, he's saying that will be a hard matchup for Utah. So It will be. That that I agree with. I agree. Uh, and then David's, uh, David's saying, as a Nuggets fan, and we'll get into this in a second, as a Nuggets fan, Portland scares the hell out of me because of their three-point shooting. Um, Sis, I'm sorry, Sis and Kenny, Phoenix, whether it's the Lakers or Golden State, let's just say it's the Lakers. Does Phoenix get out of the first round as the two seed? Go ahead, sis. I say yes. Ken. I, I, I'm going to agree with sis. I think Phoenix is going to, like if Coach said, if Paul stays healthy, I think they're going to, and I, I want it to happen, Coach, more than anything. I want the super teams to be out. I want to see new blood in the finals. Suns, Jazz, uh, Knicks, Hawks. You know, I don't want the Hawks, obviously, but I want to see <laughs> new teams in there on the rise and push these super teams out and uh, have it backfire in their face. So I want to see it. And uh, I think it may happen. I think the Suns do it in seven. Now let's get to this series, which and we'll talk for Dave and we'll talk for Henry. 
Um, the Nuggets, the three seed against the six seed, and very dangerous, obviously, Portland Trailblazers, Coach. What's your thoughts on this series? Who comes out of it? Those who can't see on TV, on that watch, Dame time, because what, what he and that backcourt can do, I mean, those two guys can combine for 30 apiece, and then you got, you know, the big fella, you know, in the center claw things up who can finish. Uh, I'm going to tell you what, if Murray was healthy, I would lean towards the Nuggets. And uh, my man out there in Colorado, I know I'm probably breaking your heart on that one, but again, Portland is just so dangerous all the time, and they finished the season, you know, fairly decent and they had a little bit of rhythm and I just like what CJ and, and Dame do. So I'm kind of leaning towards Portland right now. Sis, what about you? Denver or Portland? Portland. Kenny. I go with the Nuggets. I think it's just more of a favorite pick for me. Last year I had them coach beating the Lakers and they had the heartbreak loss. Uh, they upset the Clippers. I picked them in that series. I was dead wrong on them. When Murray went out, I said they're finished, and they've not been finished. And that Gordon trade is looking great, Aaron Gordon, and Porter has to step up. And That's key. I think Denver can do it. Give me Denver in six. Okay, Eddie Murphy. But they got the good home court, home court advantage too in that Rocky Mountain air. You know, we all know it's hard to play in Denver. So. Coach, Eddie Murphy saying CP3 was great for that team, meaning uh, Phoenix. He's saying, I can see him being a Nick next year. What's your answer to that? Uh, you know, that that's an interesting discussion right there because I feel like Chris Paul in the twilight of his career – I'm not going to call him a ring chaser, but I also know how great of a recruiter LeBron is. So that's one to kind of keep an eye on. <laughs> Uh, Dave yeah. is saying, hopefully, Barn is back. As much as Nuggets fans hate him, we need him. So, um, Will Barton, he's saying that uh, that you know Nuggets fans aren't the the friendliest with him, but he says that they do need him. And then we get to the West, uh, the four five. Which, um, first off, Coach, what's your thoughts on all this? Um, all this, by the way, Coach Breslin saying, "What's up, guys? Welcome back, Scott." So, Coach Breslin saying hello. Coach B, how are you, brother? Um, what's your thoughts on this, that the Clippers tanked in that game on Sunday, that to avoid the Lakers? I believe it was to avoid the Lakers, they were saying. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm a purist. I love the game, but I think they were being being very strategic in, in how they kind of flopped and kind of just tanked on those games because it looked obvious to me that they wanted nothing to do with, you know, trying to be in the same bracket as the Lakers. So I get it. I understand where all the talk is coming there. Uh, but again, sometimes when you, when you play with that cockiness and that arrogance and you think you can just flip the switch and turn it on, the Clippers showed last year that they could not do that. So I don't know if that's going to make them snake bit uh, with karma but sometimes when you upset the basketball gods the basketball gods come back and get you so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with all that but uh i i see why they were thinking that way but if you're the clippers at some point you gotta quit being the stepbrother and be like you know what we, we deserve to be in this city as well let's step up and play and they're choosing to go another route so let's see let's see what happens and let's see if the basketball gods are good to them see now coach <laughs> i don't know if you agree or disagree with but but I think this one, I think Dallas caught them off guard a little bit last year. I believe it went to seven, correct? Is that, did this go to seven? 
this year. Yeah. And Luca, Luca was playing phenomenal. And of course, you know, you got Porzingis. And Dallas is one of those teams that that can jump up and surprise anybody because you know once those guys get going, man, they 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 can be entertaining. But I'm tell you what, Clippers, it's just going to be interesting to see. And again, as a coach, you understand why they possibly did it. But as a fan, you're like, come on, fellas, step up. You know, man up. Let's let's play. Let's go ball. Let's go beat the best and be the best. And you know, if you get if you get you know your big rival out early, hey, all that's going to do is give you confidence and momentum. And momentum is so important in a playoff run because the intensity increases tenfold, and you want that intensity and you want that challenge. So I want to see you step up and accept that challenge. I'm going to pick the Clippers. Who are you going to go with, Coach? In this. I, I I like the Clippers. I do. I, I feel like, again, they're a little bit hungry. I think Paul George learned a valuable lesson last year, and I think PG-13 is going to step up a little bit. I think Kawhi is going to be Kawhi and, do, and, and just do what he does. Now, again, who are those other pieces going to be that are going to step up and be that consistent role player? Because, again, you know, you got a lot of Michael Jordans that can run around, but who, you know, or Michael Jacksons, but who's going to be the Tito? Yes, that's it. Yeah, uh, it Coach, real quick, uh, our good friend David Slade, Rocky Mountain Sports Report. You got to check him out. They do an awesome job of covering Denver sports. He wasn't with us before. He's, he's asking, Coach, does Jokic win the MVP? For sure. Slade, I'm with you, brother. I, I, I just like what he's done. I, I think he's been consistent all year. And, you know, he, he's got, he kept the team winning. And he's just one of those guys who, who gets it done. And, you don't think about it, but he gets it done on both ends of the court because if he can get you 25 and 15 and drop, you know, eight to 12 dimes a game, that's getting work done as a big man. Come on, we haven't seen that in a long time. And, man, he passes the ball like an Arvita Sabonis did back in the day. Uh, so, Kenny, what about you? Uh, Mavericks or Clippers? Clippers and Clippers are going to make make a statement in this series. I think they're – only going to lose one game. I'm going Clippers in five. Oh, in Leonard's five. Gonna okay. step up. Leonard's going to step up and show his playoff experience. You got Paul George there. You know, I think the experience, playoff experience for the Clippers is going to show in this series, and they're going to make a statement in this first round and win in five. Okay. And, Sis, what about you? Clippers or Mavericks? Clippers. Clippers. Uh, Coach, uh, Coach Fields, David Slade saying, hopefully the media bias does not bite him, meeting Jokic. And then Coach Breslin saying, I agree, uh, Coach Scott, uh, the games in L.A. will be Laker fans either situation. And I think they wanted to wait to see if they can get them in the finals to see if the Lakers, if the Lakers break down. My guess is the Clippers don't play the Lakers at all. Ooh, okay. So... All right, so let's go to the East real quick. Um, again, so you're going to go Indiana tomorrow night against Philly. Um, does Indiana, if that does happen, does Indiana give any scare at all to the Sixers? No, don't see it. Kenny or Sis, Philly easily? One game from Indiana at home. Yeah, I'll give them one game. I'll give them one. Sis, what about you? Sixers are tough. Okay. We'll go to the two seed, the team we don't want to really say. We'll call them uh, the other team in New York, the number two seed against the Boston Celtics. Coach, any, uh, any I, challenge I, at all from Boston? 
it, it's they're going to win it in four or five. And, and with those players, I feel like they're going to try to want to win it in four. So that way they can have more rest before the second round series. So I, I just don't see Boston being strong enough to, uh, to, to much, much of a wrinkle there. Sis, Brooklyn, Boston, does Boston give any, any chance of an upset? None. Zero. Kenny. The series, no, but I'm going to make a bold statement and the momentum stays with the Celtics. They win game one in Brooklyn and then lose four straight. Ooh, Kenny, Kenny. Bold statement right there. You do see that that once in a while. Everybody's going to be ecstatic that Boston beat Brooklyn and then Brooklyn's going to win four straight. Kenny coming in with the sizzle, man. Yeah, he's, he he's, he's got that. He dropped a fire on Listen, there. coach, this is underdog Kenny. Kenny's always with the underdogs, I got to say, no matter what it is. Kenny, I ain't mad at you. That's a hot take, man. If, if I had one of those emojis, I'd be putting flames up all over the place right now there for you, There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, this is going to probably be, I mean, I know we're going to say Knicks in Atlanta, but the series that I think is going to be phenomenal is this Milwaukee-Miami series. 3-6, rematch of last year. Um, listen, Miami's dangerous as a six seed. I mean, that's, you know, it, Coach Breslin saying, let's go Nets. Come on, Coach Breslin, be nice on here. Um, what's your thoughts on this series, Coach? And does Miami do it again to Giannis and the Bucks? You know what? I really feel like when you watch them play, they're not scared of anybody. Jimmy Butler has brought a toughness, and he's healthy right now. They struggled when he was out early in the season, but you just knew a Pat Riley-led organization is going to have that culture. They got a taste of it last year. They got a little appetizer, and I feel like they know they have the answer defensively, just like Thibodeau has the answers defensively. I think defense is going to be the key there. I think Giannis will have a couple decent games there. But again, who's going to be their second and third consistent scorer in that series? I like Miami in that series. Kenny. Called me underdog Kenny a minute ago. This was my underdog pick. And Coach, I'm with Coach on this. The Heat. Uh, just to add one, one, one thing, I think they're going to do it in six. They're going to do it on their home court in Miami. Uh, Adebayo in the middle, you know, he's going to, you know, be a force I mean, for Giannis, you know. And you still got and, and you and you got Drakic back this year, who you yeah. know they missed last year terribly. And you know what? I'll tell you what, that guy's sneaky good. So uh, I, I'm with you, Kenny. This, yeah, this you know teams sometimes get in other teams' heads, and I think the Heat are in the Bucks' head right now. So yeah. Bucks, I think Bucks are in trouble in this first round. That's the one team I don't think the Bucks wanted to see in the first round. And, and I, you know what? I, well, I'm interesting to see what between game adjustments Coach Bud makes. He didn't do a lot of that last year. And from a coaching perspective, I want to see more. I, I know Giannis is going to be hungry because, again, you know, he's not really – he's putting up great stats this year. You know, I don't know if he's even in the top five for MVP, even though he's had a great year. Middleton's going to have to step up and do what he does. But, again, who's going to be that third guy – you know, for, for Milwaukee, and I think defensively, man, Miami's not scared of anybody. I feel like Miami feels like, you know, they can play with anybody, compete with anybody, and beat anybody. And in a seven-game series, when, when they scratch and claw, woo-wee. Yep. Sis, what about you? Milwaukee, Miami. Miami. Coach, you mentioned Coach Bood. Let me ask you this. They Listen, they're spending a lot of money in Milwaukee. 
Okay, a lot of money. They went out. P.J. Tucker, Drew Holiday. They lose first round. Is he in trouble? I'll tell you what. Uh, Kenny was given the hot takes a little bit earlier. I think there's definitely a hot seat there uh, at leadership position on a bench. So they're, they're going to have to uh, do a really good job because, you know, th there's going to be a microscope and accountability at some point in there. I know he's a great guy and, you know, I, he's on Popovich tree. But I'll tell you what, he's got to make the, you know, between game adjustments this year. Yeah, I mean, hey, last year, I'm not going to say it's a pass, but that was last year. But now you're talking first round, like we said, spent a lot of money, you know, made some, you know, nice trades to, to win now. It's Listen, it's not the best draw having Miami, but it is what it right. is. I, you know, you got to get out of that first round. And, um, you know, that's, that's yep. going to be a great series. And now we get to the other series, the five-seed Atlanta Hawks against right here. Those New York Knicks, baby. Garden's going to be absolutely rocking come Sunday. They're home, 13,000 people now. I think it went from 1,900 to 13,000. Um, by the way, Coach Breslin saying, I agree, Miami is a tough out, and Coach Spolstra does a great job. I think they have a big advantage with him. Yeah. So, I um, like it. Knicks-Hawks, Coach, what do you think? I I've mentioned it a couple of times, and I see that logo right over your heart there. So uh, I, I really do. I feel like Tibbs has got the players playing. I believe they've got a little momentum right now, even though I think, you know, Coach Nate McMillan is a close personal friend of mine, and I love how he flipped the switch there and got those guys going uh, in the time of the year when they let uh, Coach Lloyd Daniels go. But uh, I really believe that with home court advantage and the way that the Knicks defend, I, I got the Knicks in that first round. Sis, am I going to be happy? I hope so, because the uh, the Hawks have a lot of firepower, man. They could shoot the threes, but I think the big advantage is the Knicks are at the Garden. So, yeah, I take the Knicks. Kenny. Swept the uh, regular season, but, you know, we know playoffs is different. Trey Young and those Hawks are going to come out with a lot of firepower. They're going to take uh, – I think they're going to take two games from us. I think it's going to go uh, – uh, a whole seven. I really do. Mm. I think it's going to go seven, too. And I think, like what Coach says, I think it's going to be Knicks game one, Atlanta game two, Knicks game three, Atlanta game four, Knicks, Atlanta, Knicks. And I think it's going to be – they're going to win one each on the – you know, early on, on the road. And uh, I think it's going to come down to that game seven and that big advantage of being home. And, um, hey, thankfully we didn't um, I – Blow that game on Sunday against, you know, Boston's uh, third group over there. After up 19, having a you know chance to blow that game, I think it's going to help being at the Garden also. In, in my opinion, Coach, I think R.J. Barrett's the key to the Knicks winning this series. He yeah, can I, I, three I, for 15 and, and have 10 points, or he could put up a, a 10 for 15 and have 25 points. Yeah. And it's all going to matter on him, On you know, I love the way they moved the ball. They set up him for that three-point in the corner. He's lights out from the three in that corner. The Knicks are going to win. Yeah, and see, but again, we, we mentioned Derrick Rose earlier. I think his experience uh, is going to help. I think he can be physical, um, you know, on both ends of the floor. And then, you know, you mentioned R.J. Barrett, but then, uh, you know, Alec Burks did a great job out here with the jazz and I liked him and, and I liked, you know, some of the things that, that he's done throughout the year. And then, you know, you've got, I, I just, 
I like what the Knicks are doing right now. Julius Randle is the face of the franchise. And, you know, I just I just look at the pieces that you guys have. And like you say, Nerlens Noel has done a great job. And I would tell you what, um, I, I just I just like the Knicks in that first round. I really do. Uh, Coach Breslin saying, I agree. Make someone other than Trey Young beat you. I think Thibs will have a game plan to stop him. So, yeah. I, I have one more question about this series. And listen, public enemy number one is Alfred Payton here in New York. You know, it's, you know, there's a lot of people. And, and I don't think Thibs is going to do it because he came out and he defended him today in, a, you know, in, their, in his press conference. But I think he's going to be on a very, very, very short leash now. And he also did mention somebody brought up Frank Nielakina. I mean, he is a defensive player and saying, will he be able to get a couple, you know, will he be able to have a chance to guard uh, Trey Young? And Thibodeau said, yes, that he will be in the plan. So what got do you those think? Long arms. Yeah. He's got long long arms. arms. What do you think that, what do you think the, cause listen, he's been doing, Thibodeau has been playing Burks at point guard a lot. And you know, I know Rose was a and little banged up. I know Been Rose on the job very well, Kurt. Yeah, yeah. So, and hey, when you now you pick and roll with with uh with Burks, you better not be fighting through that screen because he's the guy shooting that three pointer. You know. So, yeah. what do you think, in your opinion, what do you think Thibs is going to do at the point guard position? I, I think he's going to who's ever playing well, Tibbs is going to let go. Because, again, I think he'll shorten the leash a little bit. He might shorten the rotation a little bit. But he's also savvy enough to put the right players on the floor to do the right things. And uh, I think there's a lot of trust in that organization right now, which they have not had for 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 a decade. And um, I, I just like what, what, the, what the Knicks are bringing to the table. Yeah, again, Nilakita's got those long arms. I think that length can kind of – frustrate or get into Trey Young's head a little bit. I think Trey Young is going to have to be a better decision maker with the ball. And I think that he will learn a lot in this series uh, because again, that playoff intensity takes everything to another level. And I think his growth and development in this playoff series is like what LaMelo learned against Indiana in that first game the other day. Playoff experience goes a long way. And Derrick Rose with that experience on the bench and in that locker room is going to help because Julius Randle right now is the most improved player in the league. Right. Totally agree. All right, coach. So here we go. We got two, three more minutes. And again, thank you so much for staying with us for uh -huh. an hour. We really do appreciate it, coach. You're awesome. Um, give us your conference finals in the East and the West, and then give us your NBA finals and who's going to win the NBA championship this year. You know what? Let, let let me let Kenny and Sis go first, and then I'll follow up. Okay. We're doing what first, Kurt? Uh, your Eastern Conference Finals, your Western Conference Finals, and then your NBA champion. Sixers, Heat. In the West, it's going to be the Suns. I'm going to go Suns, Jazz. I'm going to go 1 2. I'm going to go the chalk, but not the chalk, if that makes sense. Okay. I'm going to go Jazz and the Suns. Uh, then I'm going to take the Suns over to Jazz, unfortunately. I'm going to take the Sixers over the Heat. And I'm going to take the Sixers winning it all with Doc Rivers. Okay. And Chris Paul gets very close to that ring. And we, we pry him away from Phoenix and L.A., and he comes to New York next year. I'll, hey, I'll take we have that. him running our first team and Rose running the second team. Recipe for a 
2022 championship, Coach Fields. Okay, I hear you. I, I, okay. Sis, what do you got? Sixers, Heat. Oh, Jazz and Suns, too. That's a pretty good bet in the West. Who wins it all? <laughs> I'll say Sixers in the East, Utah in the West. And your champion? Uh, Sixers. Okay. I'm coach, let me go before you go. I'm gonna go a okay. little different. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna go. I think this is Milwaukee. I think a lot of people there's a lot of pressure on Milwaukee and it's do or die for Milwaukee. And I'm going to have Milwaukee beating Miami. And then when I think they beat Miami, I think they're the only team in the East that can beat Brooklyn. And I think they are going to beat Brooklyn. So I'm going to take Milwaukee and then I am going to go, I'm going to be my Homer and I am going to take the Knicks in an upset over Philly. But I think my Nick draw our Nick, our Knicks um, dream was going to die in Milwaukee, but we'll come, we'll come get you next year. So I'm going to go Milwaukee coming out of the East. And I think we are going to see. I think the Lakers beat Phoenix. I think the Clippers, like Kenny said, run through the Mavs. They're going to beat Denver. And I think we're going to see Lakers, Clippers. I'm going to go with the Clippers. And I'm going to pick the Clippers to beat Milwaukee. And the Clippers get revenge. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Beverly, Beverly, all those guys, because all they heard all year was they choked, they didn't do this, yada, yada. They come back, the Clippers are going to win it. I like it. Coach, wow. Coach Fields. You you guys are bringing it. There's some interesting perspectives here, and I, I, I like how you guys are kind of throwing everything out there. I wanted to go last because I was curious to hear how you guys thought about things. I, I just – I feel like Brooklyn's just too strong. I feel like Brooklyn, if healthy and with all those weapons, even though they haven't played a lot together yet, I feel like they know in the time to come. I mean, they've wanted to play together, and here's their chance to prove. They've kind of got that villain role. I, I just really like Brooklyn uh, coming out of the East. And in, in the West, I feel like the West could be wide open because – I feel like there's going to be a couple of injuries or there could be even COVID protocol things that happen that we have no idea about. So those intangibles are what's going to keep it so intriguing for us fans. Um, Man, I just don't know if Utah is strong enough to win. I feel like they peaked too early, but in a seven game series, I'm a little bit concerned about the durability, especially since they're also coming off some injuries, even though I know they got some bench depth this year. Um, I just I just feel like I feel like Phoenix has a chance to do really well in the West. And if you go Brooklyn and Phoenix, I just say this is Brooklyn's year. And, and I know that you guys are going to hate to hear that because they're just over the bridge. But, man, I just feel like they're going to embrace that villain role. And I feel like this is going to be Brooklyn's year. Even though it's a super team and everybody, everybody's going to hate it, they're going to say, oh, man, they built the team. It's not good for the league. I'll tell you what, my goodness, on paper, they're just so scary because if KD gets going and Harden gets going and Kyrie gets going, oh, my goodness. I mean, you got DeAndre in there on the block. You got Blake coming in. Man, you just got so many weapons. And, you know, when you go to war, it's, it's hard to come in there with water pistols and, and make a noise, you know? Yep. Now, Coach Breslin's going – Nets Sixers in the East with the Nets coming out. Clippers Suns in the West with the Clippers coming out. And he agrees with me. 
He's going Clippers winning it all. Clippers over Nets. Wow. So we have two be... people on the panel with the Clippers. Hey, you know what's going to be fun to I, see? But again, I'm... those basketball gods. <laughs> I 1 million percent respect the, the Nets pick coaches. For me personally, it's like I'm a Yan New York Yankees fan. So it'd be like me picking the Red Sox to win the World Series. I'm never going to do it. So that's basically why I couldn't do the Nets. But I really think the Sixers have probably, like Kurt said, the Bucks have a good shot. I think if the Sixers and Embiid and all those guys stay healthy, I think that's a team to be that can go after the Nets. I really, I, do. I, I feel like Embiid's got something to prove because think about it. Kawhi put him out on that last second shot in the corner, and I remember seeing the pain and the emotion coming from his eyes, and I think he's carried that for a while. And now Ben Simmons, I, you know what? It, it's just. Gosh, how could you not love as a fan what's going on in the NBA? And it's, there's a lot of parody this year. And yeah. I think that's a good thing for the league. I mean, yeah, the, the Nets have got, you know, a lot of weapons. And, yeah, they've got that villain role. And a lot of people want to see them fail. And if they do, it's going to be even more fun for the fans. So I just feel like, you know what, Adam Silver's got it right. And it's going to be fun. He did a great job in the bubble last year. And here we are chopping it up, you know, acting like we're all experts. But, man, I, I'm kind of listening to Sis because he, he's kind of like the silent assassin. He didn't say a whole lot tonight, but when he spoke, man, that's it's like it. that 30-second timeout. It was meaningful. And I'm like, okay, he's that's, got that Alabama Crimson Tide hat on. It. So I, I feel like he's got some juice there. And all I know is, Coach, is 2013 is a long time ago. So I know I'm soaking it up, and I'm going to be in front of that TV Hope whatever time on Sunday for that Nick playoff, and I'm enjoying it because it's been a long damn time. That's all I'm going to hey, say. Hey, I got I got one more thing for Coach Fields. We got to see if he hits the three pointer at the buzzer. We did rapid fire with him the first time okay. around, and he switched it. I got a rapid fire, Coach. This is for our audience and us to get to know you a little better. These are no basketball questions in these. Oh, okay. Got some okay. sports questions in there. Some fun ones as well, just to get to know you a little better. So you just want knee-jerk reactions and answers. Simple, simple one-word one responses in, in rapid fire, and we're going to see if you hit that buzzer beater. We're giving you the shot. My wife will tell you I'll never give you a one-word answer. <laughs> <laughs> These are very simple. You ready? We'll do it right now. We'll hit it on the button. Hit me, hit me. Stanley Cup champs. I don't give a puck. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. All right. Favorite football team? College or pro? Let's do college. My man. Let's do pro. But you know what? I'm a huge Patrick Mahomes fan. I had Lee Steinberg as a guest on my show a couple weeks ago, and I'm just such a fan of Patrick Mahomes. I know Brady's got things going down there, and – know what it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen there in rogers again i can't give a one-word answer but okay chiefs i'm going chiefs kenny kenny i don't want to interrupt you but real quick matt staffiero david slade two of our friends again from the rocky mountain sports report coach check them out they do an awesome show um denver sports i'm always watching them especially with the broncos and they both answered the rapid fire with the avalanche for the stanley cup champs so there we go 10 30 eastern game two well, my next one's really going to put coach on the spot Jenny Hoops did this the first time around. Coach, I loved your question today on your Facebook. Uh, if you had your, if your 17-year-old son, uh, which one of the coaches would you want your son to play for? And uh, I'll let you answer, and then I'll tell you who my answer was. Look over my shoulder. Yep, and that's who my answer was, Coach. I'm going to tell you what. 
character, class, culture, player development. He gets the most out of his guys. I really like Jay Wright, man. I agreed with that. And small school, too, compared to the other other schools. Villanova is a smaller school. All right, these are off, off now. These are off sports related. We'll do these as best as possible. I'm not familiar with Utah. None of us are familiar in Utah. Give us the best place to eat in Utah if we're coming to Utah to visit. Oh, it de- but it depends what you like. I, I'm a big sushi guy. So there's a place out here called Tsunami for sushi. And man, that place is off the hook. So if you get out here and say the Knicks are going against the Jazz, I'll treat you guys to some to some great meals, man. There you go. <laughs> that leaves Kurt out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no raw fish for you, huh? You're, you're traveling, coach. coach. Give us, give us in your audience your favorite place to travel outside the USA. Wow. I, I've been blessed. I've coached around the globe and had a lot of success. And again, I know there's not one word answer, but I'm going to tell you what, as far as beauty and pristine, Sweden was gorgeous up in Scandinavia. I feel like it was a, a national park all year round and I'm getting out of the car pushing reindeer out of the road. So and uh, Aurora Borealis, there was just something beautiful about sweden it was gorgeous awesome and then how about in the usa if you had to go somewhere besides utah where's your favorite place to go man that that's that's like you know do you want beach or do you want mountains do you do you want TikTok or do you want twitter i mean those are great questions right there uh, you know what I, I i'm an outdoorsman i love the mountains and uh, you know there, there's spots up in northern idaho that are just gorgeous i like montana we've got some great wasatch mountains here uh, you know what I, I guess if i could just go hide out and get away and have tranquility and, and get close to god man i i love getting up in those mountains so anywhere that's got some beautiful mountains you'll find a skinny bald man as soon as this foot heals from this reconstructive <laughs> surgery i'm going to be out in the mountains <laughs> the rocky mountain guy right colorado there you go and then coach one word answer Give us one word that describes Coach Scott Fields. One word. See, I'm not very good at one words. I a hope couple that people, words. It could be a couple words. We'll, uh, we'll, I, you know what? I, I feel like integrity. I'm just going to be a guy with integrity, you know? Awesome. That's well, awesome. Coach, I can say you hit the three-pointer again, and you called glass on this one, so you got the bank <laughs> shot, and you, you nailed it at the buzzer. Did I call game? Did I call game? You did. You did. <laughs> we got the victory, Coach. Love hanging with you guys, man. You guys coach, are the best. Always, a great job. Such a great time, Coach. Always enjoy having you on. Speaking from, you know, Kurt and Sis, I'll let them get what they want to say in. But thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And yeah. uh, best of luck out there in Utah. And, uh, coach, and we'll know, definitely touch base there, with you yeah. during these NBA playoffs. And, uh, hey, go Knicks, baby. Go next. <laughs> hey, I love hanging with you guys. You guys are wonderful personalities. You do a great job. Hey, when this cold stuff comes, man, we got to get together and break bread. So maybe I need to get out to New York and hang with you guys a little bit. We get out time, to Utah. We get out to Utah or cut it in the middle in Colorado. We'll, we'll, we'll meet halfway. <laughs> we'll meet up in Colorado somewhere or Utah. Hey, anywhere. I'm from Indiana. We can meet in Indiana. We can go, you know, we, uh, we, we'd uh, be like the uh, hick from French Lick. You know, we'll be Larry Bird style. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank coach, you, how's man. that foot coming along, Coach? Hey, you know Thank what? You we're, we're, we're the foot team. No Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have yeah, a good night, Coach. Appreciate you guys. Much love, man. Thank you. You too.
Thank you, Coach. Got it, guys. All right. Awesome, Coach Fields. Awesome. Um, Always again, awesome having Coach Fields on. Pleasure, pleasure knowing him and getting to know him more and more each time that he comes on. You know, just great personality in person in general. All right. So, and, guys, uh, here's what we're going to do. For joining us we're going to take a quick break with one of our sponsors. And when we come back, Sis and Kenny are going to go head to head in a little competition where I know it's always me and Kenny and we're always on the spot, but tonight we're going to see, and I, it's, and you know what? I'm not the one giving the competition tonight, boys. It's Jenny hoops giving the competition. So we're going to take a quick break yes, real and, quick, and real quick. Kurt, those waiting in the waiting room, we will bring you on shortly. Lori and uh, some others are going to be coming on. Yes. For the Briggsy us. special. And we'll be bringing you on in about, Eight. Six or seven minutes. So, perfect. Okay, so we're going to do a quick, before we get to that, we're going to do a quick Gym Guys commercial, and we will be right back. Just got done uh, doing flat bench, six reps of 185 pounds. First time in my life I've ever done it. I had to get to spot, some spotting for my wife, but... Uh, it's all good. I want to say thank you to Gym Guys, specifically to Leroy Huggins, to uh, Ryan, to Giovanna uh, for helping me out over the last three months. Get to this point. Um, if you're considering personal trainers, Gym Guys is the way to go. Um, they are awesome. All right, and we are back live. And here's what we're going to do. Mr. Kenny versus Mr. Kirkpatrick, you guys always want to play games with me. You guys always want to be funny and put us in competitions and stump this and stump that. We're going to have a little competition tonight, and I'm going to give it to Jenny Hoops right now to talk about what's going on. Hi, Sis and Kenny. How you guys doing? All right, Jen. You? Good. Hey, Jen. I got a little uh, how well do you two know Kurt game for you real quick, all based on Kurt's actions while we were in LBI for the weekend. You guys ready? All right, but by the way, the winner of this, the winner of this competition will get delivered to them a 25-count um, of either cheese or meat raviolis from Zavoli Raviolis on Pacific Avenue, Garfield, will be sent to either Mr. Siciliano or will be sent on ice to Maryland for Mr. Kirkpatrick. So, Jenny okay. Hoops, this is you. Now, Kurt, you better stay quiet through this segment. I don't want to hear yeah. no interruptions. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. All right. I'm in, you both know him so well that uh, I was, I'm interested to see who comes out on top here. All right, number one, true or false? All right, we'll, we'll, you guys, we'll do Kenny answer first and then Sis, all right? Then we'll flip it. Kurt spent $40 on Manhattan clam chowder this weekend. Kenny? True. Sis? True. 
That is true. Can you believe that? $40 on that. <laughs> how many clams did he actually eat from that clam? <laughs> I got to say, he did not pick around it that badly. He did not, it, was, uh, it was a well-spent $40. Okay. Yes or no? Kurt tried a tiny piece of my scallop dinner. Sis? No. Kenny? Absolutely no. All right. You're both right. You're both right. My Coach question. Breslin, by the way, is saying, what's up, Jenny? How much <laughs> pizza did Kurt eat? That might be a <laughs> that question. Been, that might have to be the tiebreaker. <laughs> All right. Ready? True or false? We're going to go back to you, Kenny, on this one to start. Kurt's bags from the weekend are still packed. Oh, that's true. Sis? 100% true. <laughs> Believe it or not, that one is false. I was uh, with you guys on that one. Oh. Shocking. Shocking. Shocked. Yes. Shocked. <laughs> All right. This one's a fill in the blank. Sis, we're going to start with you. Kurt's dinner at Stefano's was blank. Um, he likes that veal. Um, is it veal marcel? Not veal marcel. The other veal. It's a veal dish. I know that. You mean, so, um, are you the thinking, one he likes at Bell and Apple? Yeah, the the franchise, the franchise. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's what All right. I'm and it. Kenny. Spaghetti and marinara sauce. <laughs> he actually got the chicken parm, no cheese With over the penne. penne. With spaghetti or penne? Okay. Penne, penne. That, that was have, close. How that can was... you have chicken parm with no cheese? Exactly. On? Exactly. It's a chicken cutlet with sauce. <laughs> This is ask for a chicken cutlet. You don't ask for chicken parm with right, no cheese. Right. Well, sis, this is funny. Sis, once at Roma, the waiter goes, so you basically want chicken tenders with sauce on the side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. The next one, you guys are tied. All right. This next one, uh, Kenny, we're back to you, I believe, starting first. This is an over-under, okay? Number of pieces of crumb cake that Kurt consumed over-under one and a half. Under. And sis, over. Oh, oh Kenny, over. Shockingly, under. He had no crumb cake. I know LBI pretty well. There's not too many crumb cake places. <laughs> he would know off the top of his head. By the way, a couple of comments coming in. Coach Breslin There's saying, no Jenny unpacked the bags. <laughs> and then, sis, you're going to love this comment from Eddie Murphy. He's saying, no cheese. What the blank. Exactly. <laughs> Sis, you know what he almost... Coach Breslin's right, too. <laughs> no, 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 no way. No way. Uh, what you would call it? Sis, you know what he almost did get? Elephant ears, though. He almost did get elephant ears. His right. father liked those big gel. <laughs> All right, ready? Uh, sis, we're back to you on this one to start. This is a multiple right. choice question. We have two left, guys. That's all. What did Kurt not watch while we were away? A, Raw. B, the Yankees. C, the Knicks, or D, the Avalanche? The Avalanche. And Kenny? Uh, I'm going to bite myself because I know I'm going to – it's between one of two, and I'm going to guess the wrong one. I'm going to go with my first choice. I'm going to go Raw. No, he did not watch the Yankees, believe it or not. Yankees, that was my other choice. <laughs> I did. We did watch Raw. 
Wait. Yeah, I, I, by, by default, I have to watch it. Okay. I was gonna go Yankees. You had no choice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, last one. We're back to Kenny. This is a yes or no question. Uh, sis, you need this to tie it, just so you know. Okay. Yes right. or no? Kurt went to the beach. Yes. And sis? No. Oh, sis brings up the tie with the so what's answer. So no. what's the extra one? Oh, I don't know. We don't have an extra one. I think we have to send them both raviolis. All right, we'll send you both raviolis. <laughs> well we both know you equally. That's, that's the prize. We're both <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that was him going to Him going to the beach is like I didn't lay outside for two hours today. <laughs> right, right, exactly. right. I don't sunblock. I'm not going he, through all he that. He offered to. I just knew it would be an ordeal. Right. I did <laughs> offer it. That was awesome. So that was, that was the, fun. Jim. That was the that first was episode of how much you guys know. We wanted to do it because you guys are always throwing shade at me. That so uh, that was good. We wanted Kurt, to. Do I got that. people that are getting ready to join us. Yeah. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take. We're gonna show one more ad. We're gonna show our uh, sponsor, uh, Kimber's Tots. Thank you. While we're showing that, Candy, we're gonna bring everybody in. Yep. Okay, we bring everybody in, and we're going to get ready, and we're going to celebrate with the show what we really want to do tonight, which is uh, celebrate our good friend uh, Briggsy's birthday yesterday. So we will be right back in about two to three minutes. flat bench, six reps of 185 pounds. First time in my life I've ever done it. I had to get the spot, some spotting for my wife, but uh, it's all good. I wanna say thank you to gym guys, specifically to Leroy Huggins, to uh, Ryan, to Giovanna, 
uh, for helping me out over the last three months get to this point. Um, if you're considering personal trainers, gym guys is the way to go. Um, they are awesome. And we are back, back live. And um, again, this is going to be a little tribute to one of our great friends. Um, of course, yesterday's um, Mr. Michael Briggs' birthday, his 46th um, birthday. Uh, caught up to me, finally. Caught up to you. We're not going to, the audience doesn't have to give their, uh, you know, their age out. But um, again, it was, uh, it's, it's a little different this year. You know, it's the first birthday he's not with us, but. As I always say, he is with us. So uh, tonight, uh, we're joined by family members, friends. Obviously, we're all friends with him. Um, Kenny, you want to introduce who's with us tonight? Yeah, I'll introduce one by one, and you know, I'll let you introduce yourselves and uh, let us know how you knew Michael. Uh, I'll start by seeing on my screen. Lori, I know Lori through high school, through Garfield, but for those who don't know you, Lori, can you let everybody know how you know Michael and who you are? Sure. Hi, I'm Lori. I'm Michael's cousin. Thanks for joining, Lori. And next to Lori is Dawn. Hi, Dawn. I'm Dawn. I'm also Michael's cousin. Michael's cousin as well. And then next to uh, Dawn is Amy, and I'm not sure the gentleman next to Amy. I'm Brian. I'm Amy, Michael's cousin. Nice. And down below is Bobby Blackjack. Bobby, how do you know Mike? I met through a mutual friend and uh Kind of hit it off right away, and the rest is history. And last on my screen is Jen. And Jen, if you're there, how do you know Mike? I'm Michael's cousin as well. We got a lot of cousins and some friends. Myself, I grew up with Mike in high school, good friend of mine. And Mr. Siciliano, how did you get to know Mike? Mr. Valenti introduced me to him, and I was with him last summer. We went to the track. And he hit a pick three, and the horse that he had to win the pick three was like fourth, and he's yelling, sis, it's not going to happen. I said, have some faith, pal, and the horse won. So he hit the pick three. Exactly. Well, uh, what did he pay? 
<laughs> he got back like six hundred dollars. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, real quick, Jen, uh, Kenny. We also have Jen and Jenny Loops. Oh, Kurt, of course. Your, your uh, wife, Briggsy. Jen. Oh well, I know Briggsy through my husband Kurt, and he was a groomsman in our wedding and was here often doing uh, Briggsy on Sports weekly. So got to know him very well. Uh, and of course, obviously, um, one of my best friends, Briggsy, um, missed every day. Uh, but again, we are going to keep him, you know, keep his memory through our show. Cause like I've always said, if it wasn't for Briggsy, we probably wouldn't be, I mean, I, I would say we wouldn't be doing a show tonight, all of us. So, right. um, and again, it's a little different for me this time, you know, it's football starting up. So obviously, you know, the love me and Briggsy had for our Broncos. So it's going to be a little different, but again, it's something we wanted to do tonight. Um, we got a couple comments coming in. Our good friend Johnny Beelan saying, Briggsy, let's blank and go. I don't want to say the second word. But uh, Jimmy Eisenman, happy birthday. Say it. Say it. <laughs> happy birthday, care. Briggsy, from Jimmy Eisenman. Happy birthday, Briggsy. Miss you, buddy. Zoli, happy birthday, Briggsy. Rest in paradise, old friend. So here's what we're going to do. Before we sing happy birthday, I want to go around the room because we're, we're the people that knew Briggsy the best. So I'm going to start with Lori. How did Briggsy celebrate his birthday in heaven last night? That's what I want to know from everybody. I oh, think my God. That's what we're going to okay, find out. What do you, what, I want to know what everybody, how they think Briggsy celebrated last night. Ahead, I would Lori. say definitely freestyle music was going. He was listening to his freestyle, dancing like he thought he knew how to dance all over the place. <laughs> And of course, having some drinks with the family and friends. That's what I think. Had his first drink with our grandmother that he never got to have for his birthday and everyone else. Good, Kenny, go around the panel because you, you see everybody better than okay, I do. Dawn, what did you think he did up in, in heaven uh, yesterday for his birthday? Um, I agree with Lori. I think he, <laughs> you know, probably has a new outfit on. <laughs> nice yeah. or something like that i know he liked to shop but um i agree the freestyle music a nice drink and just laughing oh, and amy and gang i agree the same freestyle and dressing nice sharp yeah he loved that How about it bobby what do you think about the neck what do you think about the knicks last night though you know what briggsy listen Briggs was not a Knicks fan. Briggs would break my balls every night about the Knicks. So he's probably going to curse me on the Knicks somehow. So I'm going to be very nice to him tonight. So that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying anything bad fan. tonight. Briggs, you was a Nets fan. He was. Okay, and Jen? I think he was smiling, having cocktails, and he's at peace. See, I, I'm going to go next. I think he had a 24-hour party. I think towards the end of the night was his freestyle club night. I think before that was watching some wrestlers who passed Wrestling, away. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, some old-time wrestlers that are no longer with us. And uh, I think he also watched some, like, old, like, Yankee games up there with, like, Mickey Mantle and Babe Ruth and watching all those guys. Uh -huh. Bruno San Martino, maybe? He had a whole 24-hour party but it definitely ended with the freestyle party and uh some hot club up in in the sky yeah you know, stop partying up there that's for sure sis what about I'm you not, 
He had his hair slicked back. He was all dressed up. And his right elbow at the end of the night was killing him. <laughs> and Hoops, what about you? I, I agree with uh, everybody's freestyle. I think some Paula Abdul was mixed in there as well. Um, and I think that he was, for lack of a better term, even though it was his birthday, finding someone's balls to bust. Absolutely. Because <laughs> you weren't around. Absolutely. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add one more thing because a lot of you guys don't remember him from high school. Kenny probably would. You know, like up there, like people probably don't want to hear all the freestyle that he wants to play. So I think he's going to go back to his high school days. He probably had his headphones on, the Walkman like that. Like you guys said, probably a new, you know, not to be political, but he was a big, he always bought the, the Trump shirts. He probably had one of those, you know, blue collar with the white shirt on. And um, again, just with family, with friends and um, just having, listen, being the life of the party, man. And I just think that's yeah. what... Uh, you know, it, it, I'm going to be honest. He was on, like, I know Jen posted yesterday. It was, uh, like, he was on our mind a lot. You know, we went we went down. We went for a little vacation, and we said, what did I say? We got to put the freestyle in for Briggs. And, you know, like, it's something he loved. And, uh, again, it's, uh, you know, it, it's something we're going to, you know, again, we think about him every day. I mean, I'll be honest. I think about him every day. But, uh, like, now it's his birthday, you know, his birthday being yesterday. And uh, it's just a little more. And I, it, it's something we wanted to uh, – to get all of you guys together, all of us together, to uh, so Kurt, to remember so Kurt, real bit. quick. Sure. So Kurt, if I'm not mistaken, there are two freestyle artists who have passed away. The one half of CNC Music Factory, he, he passed away a long time ago, and the girl who sang noticed me. So I can see Breezy somehow finding them up in heaven, <laughs> and hanging out with them. Absolutely. I mean, he did. You know, he, he is Mr. Freestyle. So. Um, and so that was a little fun thing. I just wanted to, you know, what everybody thought, what he would be doing. But again, before we do sing a happy birthday together as a family for him, um, any any other thoughts for Briggs? Uh, you know, anything, you know, you want to say something to him or something else about him. But, uh, you know, the floor is yours. Lori, you start again. <laughs> I just hope he's happy and he's with family and he's having a really good time. Kenny, go ahead. I'm sorry. Just oh yeah, uh, Dawn, you want to say anything else before we uh, sing Happy Birthday? Um, I just hope he has a genuine smile on his face. And Amy and guys, I just want to say Happy Birthday. We miss you, Mike. Happy Birthday, Mike. I know Tommy wants to wish you Happy Birthday too. He's downstairs. He loved all his times. You, you were one of the one of the. A lot of people came to visit him, but you were always a regular guy that would always come and visit Tommy. And, and you know, he, he was very, very appreciative of it. Bobby. Yeah, I, I, I've been thinking now. I, I have two, two executives are up in the sky. Uh, Briggsy was yesterday. And my dad is tomorrow. So I'm kind of bookended by, you know, some of some of our executives up in, the, up in heaven overseeing everything. So. Keep going, man. Let's let, keep it happening. And Jen? Oh, did we lose Jen? Sis, you want to? We'll, we'll wait for Jen, see if she can come back on. What do you want to say? Happy birthday, Briggsy. Um, I used to text you from time to time, check up on you. And the only way I check up on you now, and I know you're hearing it because I see you in my yard sometimes. Little birdie comes flying down, kid. 
And yeah. I miss you. And I miss you. True story, everybody. Kurt knows knows this story. Uh, Kurt and I talk every day about our about K and K Sports Show, and uh, we were talking the other day. And as we're talking about the Broncos segment on Briggsy, right by my door, right over there, no lie, was a cardinal looking right at me. Yep, absolutely. You know, what does that say? You know, so just staring right at me. I've never seen that cardinal here before, so it's not like it's been around every day. And right when I was talking to Kurt, as that that split second we were talking about what we're gonna do for Briggsy Briggsy Broncomania, Cardinal flew right by my door and stayed there. So yeah, happy birthday, buddy! And uh, Kurt, Jen, you want to say anything? Good. Just happy birthday, Briggs, and uh, we miss you. We think about you all the time. Uh, Jimmy, hey, I yeah, Jimmy, Jen, I you want to say anything? Do we have Jen? Sorry. Yes. I hope my, I wish Michael a happy birthday, and I hope uh, I hope he's good up there with his mom and his grandma. Kurt, uh, real quick, Jimmy Eisenman saying he was definitely arguing with someone about sports <laughs> is probably what he was saying. <laughs> but uh, no, that was Briggsy, of course. I mean, I love him, I miss him. Um, I'm not going to say anything bad about him because, again, he's always put the curse on me with the Knicks, so I'm going to be good. But um, he does owe me a certain, hopefully, a certain quarterback, number 12, Aaron Rodgers, if he can bring Aaron. I know I don't know if he's got those powers yet, but if he does, Briggsy, get it done. But, uh, no, nah, I love you. I miss you. And, uh, again, you're going to be part of our show um, every week uh, going forward. So, uh that's that. Yes, so. Anybody, everybody who's here, please, please join us any weeks you want to come on and, you know, come on and just say something about Mike. Anytime you feel like you want to just say something or something's on your mind that you forgot to say or you want to share with everybody. Please don't hesitate to come on our show. Yeah, we try to make his segment like he would love it, like arguing. So <laughs> it's like, you know, we try to argue like I'll, I'll argue with sis. I'll argue with, you know. Uh, Kenny, I mean, it's not like me and I mean, me and Briggs would argue about everything, but it, you know, we try to like kind of go back to that a little bit. Um, Zoli saying, come on, Briggsy Rogers, let's do it. So let's go. Um, all right. So let's do this. Let's do, we want to, we want to sing happy birthday on air. Um, again, this is for, this is for Briggsy. It's his friends, his family. Again, we're all family for him and, um, it's something we want to do. So, uh, you know, we want to, you know, wish, uh, Mr. Briggs. Uh, happy birthday. So please, let's everybody, um, let's go. All right. So we'll go one, two, three. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy birthday, dear Rachel. Happy birthday to you. There you go. Briggsy. I, I will say this. Briggsy was probably ripping all of us by saying how bad that was. So uh, he's probably laughing and like saying you guys are terrible. But uh, um, no, it's something like, like, you know, we came up with the idea. We wanted to do it. And uh, again, we love Briggsy. We miss Briggsy. But uh like I said, he'll, I mean, I'll speak for myself. He, you know, it's, I talk to him, I text him, I message him, put him on Facebook. So Facebook, he's always going to be yep. a part of my life. So uh, yeah, going forward and he's going to be part of this show. So I just want to yep. thank anybody else have any other thing, you know, anybody, anything else you guys want to say, please say it. Awesome. Thanks for doing this, Kurt. 
Yes, thank you. Absolutely. Thank her. Thank you. I think that was great. Thank so, you. Again, everybody, please, uh, we'll so stay much. in touch. We'll do, you know, like Kenny said, we'll do more specials. We'll do other stuff. We, you know, we'll, we'll do a couple things with him and, you know, little reunions for him. And uh, for all you guys, like Kenny said, you guys ever want to come on, talk about him, more than welcome. I'm waiting to be a third time guest trying to break a record. Here. I know, I know. That's I know. <laughs> Coach Stahl is uh, you know, he's hey, I gotta tell you, the Becton guys, I got a little up on you, so oh, all right. You I know, gotta, we got we got we gotta get you on. I like you Tommy said. Mulligan's always on. There, I know, so. Mulligan too. It's Mulligan, Becton, and Stahl. That's what the show is. <laughs> all right, thank you guys. Thank you so much, guys. See you. Thanks so thank much you. for having us. All right. Thank you. Thanks for doing thank this. You. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right, Mr. Kirkpatrick. All right, I'm going to head out. Too. Okay, thank you, Jenny Hoops. Yep. Good night. Thank guys. you, Jen. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. All right, Bobby's want, Bobby, you want to hang around with us? Um, I'm actually working, but I, I do want to say I'm still waiting for the green light. And we'll do a whole freestyle day dedicated to Briggsy and, you know, for his daughter. As soon as, uh, I, you know, I know what's happening with that, let me know and we'll get it going. Absolutely. Thank you, though, for joining us tonight, Bobby. Sounds good, Bob. Thank you for joining us for Mr. Briggsy. And go Knicks, Bobby. Go Knicks, Bobby. Get out of here. Go Knicks. Get out of here. Later. Later. All right. So, 940. Is this the... Bobby still listen. I'm glad he's not on because then he would have gotten his next talk in, but we're done with that. No, but that was nice, Kenny. Again, it was great. Great job. It was a nice, you know, thank thank you two guys for setting that up with us. And um, again, like I said, we're all family. We're all Briggs' family. And uh, it's something we're going to constantly do is keep him as part of the show. He's always going to be part of the show. So, Absolutely. all right, Mr. Kirkpatrick, what's next? Is it the um, is it is it going to be your 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 thing, or is it is it going to be, or is we going to go right to Mr. Siciliano's um, rapid fire? Uh, let me just see what I got here. I think it's time for rapid fire, but I just want to make sure we didn't miss anything. By the way, so- Kenny, Matt Staffiero also said happy birthday, Briggsy. I missed that. <laughs> I want to bring up one thing real quick. One take five story. Tomorrow we're going to do basketball and Kurt will throw some hockey out there. Even though we don't know too much about hockey, we'll do our best. Kenny, you know what we got to do real quick, Kenny, real quick. We got to get one of the Rocky Mountain sports report guys to talk some hockey with us because Avalanche is hot over there. So Dave, Jerry, Matt, you guys want to come on with us? Any of them guys want to come on tomorrow, tomorrow, Wednesday, Wednesday, our shows. Absolutely. Absolutely. This. I want to bring up one quick story and then we'll get into rapid fire. And I say quick, uh, just quick, like minute rundown, like and Kurt can be a rundown. And then we'll get into sis's rapid fire. Finish the show off tonight. This I was reading in the news yesterday and I believe I tagged you and Paul that in 2022, there's a release date out that they're going to do another last dance and this one being with Derek Jeter and the dynasty from the New York Yankees in the 1990s. I just want to know your overall thoughts on it. Are you, would you, are you, that's something you're going to watch and be very excited about watching like, like the first last dance with the Bulls. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a sports guy, so obviously I would probably look at it. Yeah. Answer your question. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I listen. I love that stuff. I mean, I thought the last dance was phenomenal. And um, um, by the way, uh, Matt's saying I got a hockey. I got hockey guys. Scott Cole and Greg um, Dudnow. 
Check out in the Crease live streams after all Av games as well as a weekly recap. I'll see if they're available. Awesome. Thank you, Matt. Absolutely. That would be That's awesome. Um, yeah, Kenny, hell yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it's, listen, the Yankees were a big part of our life watching. Those teams were phenomenal. And if it's anything like the last dance, I mean, the last dance was awesome. I mean, listen, Kenny, you and I hated the Bulls growing up, but it was awesome to watch. So, yeah, I, I'm in on that. Um, I'm one, I'm all in. Like, chips are all in with this one because I like last dance, like you just said, with the Bulls. And now you've given that with my Yankees on the teams that I – grew up watching i didn't I, I wasn't around to see the mcmanals and the thurman Munsons, and before that the gehrig's and roots obviously you know you only see videos of them mattingly i was still young you know when jeter came in and and you know i think it was our senior year of high school junior high school we were just starting to grow up so these were the first yankee teams that were good so now to see them being honored in a six-part series like last dance with the bulls sign me up i'm excited already i got the chills just thinking about it but uh that being said tomorrow we'll get into stanley cup and we'll do uh nba picks tomorrow on wits and wagers and uh might as well get into our famous rapid fire with sis segment all right kenny's up two zip the last two weeks and we'll start with kurt tonight on this one in 1983, the Sugar Bowl, <clears throat> the Sugar Bowl played. This field goal kicker made three field goals. They beat Michigan 9-7. What was the kicker's name on Auburn? Yeah, because it was Auburn. That was Bo Jackson's year. Right. That's right. Wow. Um, oh, he was a pro. Yes, he was. This is disgusting that I don't know this. <laughs> I can't get initials? Uh, I'll give it away. Okay, I'll give you the initials. ADG. Del Greco. You got it. Damn it! Kenny, Auburn tasted the Sugar Bowl three times when Pat Dye was the head coach. What was his record in the Sugar Bowls? He lost to who? Was uh, let's say he lost once. Okay. Gonna say he won three times. He was one, one in one. He lost to Florida State. He beat Michigan and he tied Syracuse. Yes, he did. T- I knew he tied that game because he got ripped for that sis for not go- for going um for going yep. for kicking the field goal to tie it. I remember that game. Kurt, how many Heisman Trophy winners from 1970 to 1980 did Auburn have? That's an easy one. To 1980 or through the 80s? 1970 to 1980, 10-year period. They had two Heisman Trophy winners. Yeah, Bo Jackson and Pat Sullivan. Oh, Kurt's on fire tonight, boys. Let's go. By the way, Eddie Murphy is saying Kluber has a no-hitter through six, giving us an update. Yes, by the way, Carson, our good friend Carson Shear, ticket time, who comes on Wits and Wagers with us, made an announcement that his uh, Detroit Tigers, Spencer Turnbull, threw a no-hitter yesterday. Yes, he did. Sorry, sis. 
1958 to 1982, Bear Bryant never had a Heisman Trophy winner. True or false, Kenny? Let's say that's true, sis. Very good. All right. Kurt, Bear Bryant only lost two home games from 1957 to 1983. Name the two teams. I'm going to go LSU and South Carolina. Florida and Southern Miss. You know, I heard that. I heard that somewhere. I didn't remember the answer, but I heard that somewhere. Kenny, the final bowl game that Bear Bryant appeared in. What was the only? Final bowl game Bear Bryant appeared in 1982. What was the bowl? Orange Bowl? Liberty Bowl. Kurt, prior to the Tigers, Auburn is called by another name. War Eagle. What is oh, that's too easy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put it on Kennington. I got to get back in the win column, sis. Yeah, well, you got, you got him right now. Um, Kenny, first bowl game Auburn ever played in. What was the name of the bowl game? Gator Bowl? Barracuda Bowl. Kurt, 73 to 81. Bama won nine games in a row. What year and who broke the streak in 1982? I'm going to say Penn State broke the streak. Man, you're hot tonight. Woo! Let's go. You blow me away. Woodshed. Let's go. Kenny, Terry Bounton lost his first two years, 93 to 96, as a head coach. Did he lose to Alabama? Yes or no? And did he tie Georgia? Yes or no? I'm going to say yes on the tie with Georgia. That's correct. I'm going to say no, he didn't lose to Alabama. Correct. Good set. Good job, Kenny. To go back to Mr. Valenti. That's good job. Tampa Bay Lightning, the hockey team, is in the southernmost is in the southernmost team in the National Hockey League. True or false? Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm going to say false. This guy's on fire tonight, Kenny. You're in trouble. Kenny, a score of deuce of 60-60. Is that, is that a deuce? Or is that true or false? In oh, in tennis? Yeah. That's false. I think it's 40-40. You're right. Very good. Very good, Kenny. We're, Kenny we brought our A games tonight, Kenny. You brought A plus. I brought A minus. Kurt, there were 30 balls in the game of soccer. 
True or false? You got to know what snooker is, I guess, to answer that. I'm going to go. Like, I'll put it this way to you. It's like a game of bombardment when you were a kid in school. I'm going to say false. You're hot. It's 22. Kenny, an Olympic slalom course must have a vertical drop of at least 200 feet. True or false? An Olympic slalom course must I'm have gonna a say, vertical. I'm going to say that that's true because that's a deep, deep. Right, well, slope. you're wrong because it's 650 feet. Give him the yeah, X. Yeah, I knew it was. He got an X. Kurt, there's never been a woman chess master. True or false? Chess champion lady. I think that's true. No, that's false. Damn it. <laughs> Go to Kenny. 1986, Auburn beat. Alabama on a reverse with a wide receiver. Who was the name of the wide receiver on Auburn? 86, you said? 86. Wow. I'm going to go. Carter, Laura Tillman. Go to Kurt. Polo is not an Olympic sport. True or false? That's false. That's true. Nineteen hundred to nineteen thirty-six, and then. The last time they had it was 1940. Ooh. Kenny, in the Tour de France, the winner wears a yellow jersey. True or false? That sounds Tour true, de... sis. That sounds Tour... true. Tour de France. You're right. Kurt, what is the inner edge of an auto racing track called? An airplane, an apron, apex, or approach? Air, An airplane? apron. What's that? Apron. No. What was it? No, I'm wrong. You're right. Okay, I, I was going to say. Yeah, I don't have my glasses on. When's the final in the Memphis game, by the way, Kurt? It's 87-85. Four minutes and 30 seconds left. Kenny, what country saw the start of the 2010 World Excuse me. 2010, Tour de France. Italy, Australia, the Netherlands, or France? Oh, this is 2010. 2010. 2010. France. The Netherlands. Trick question, Kenny. Kurt. The Netherlands wouldn't have been my guess. An auto, automobile race held in Indianapolis. The Le Mans, the Great Race, the Grand Prix, or the Indiana 500, Indianapolis 500? Indianapolis 500. 
Okay. Check me off. Okay. That was a T-ball shot right there. Oh, come on. Stop, Kenny. Come on. Kenny, which of these companies a racehorse winner? A rabbit pony, a winning pony, escort pony, or the lead pony? What was the final one you said? Lead pony. Which of these companies? You should be ashamed if you don't know this, Kenny. I don't. These companies. It's ribbon pony, winner pony, escort pony, or lead pony. Escort pony. Nope, it was the lead pony. I'm surprised you didn't know. Me too. Uh, Let's see. Back to Kurt. We're getting towards the end, boys. In 1988, the first player ever to win the Outland Trophy and the Lombardi Trophy paid for Auburn. What was his name? Tracy Rocker. Oh, my God. You banged it out of the park, man. Man, we need to add Auburn trivia to this. (laughs) Yeah, sis. We need to add Auburn to stump trivia. Number 94, sis. Kenny, 1988. This defensive standout played three years, was drafted number one by the Falcons, but was a bust in the NFL. What was his name? Steve Entman. Audrey Bruce. And that's it. And that's it for tonight. Let's add them up. What was the woodshed, sis? Oh, this is this is ugly, too. Sis. Sis, this was my version of the Clippers throwing the game. Oh, ten to, ten <laughs> to three. Woo! Ten knocked to it three. Out of, knocked it out of the ballpark. Yes, I threw the game, sis. I, I, I set my starters today. I'm surprised you didn't get the horse race with the league. I, I, I wasn't thinking straight with the horse racing one. I, I knew league, and I said escort for some reason. Yep. That was it. Good one, sis. No, very Got good, sis. Yeah, thank you. I love how Sis does his homework, Kenny. That was good. Uh, An hour and a half, pal. Hour and a half. Hey, that <laughs> you got to do your work. Absolutely. Um, so guys, seriously, I want to do a special thank you to Coach Scott Fields. Um, uh, Kenny, by the way, Anthony Don, you said he will uh, reschedule with us. Yes, for those who want to, we're we're expecting Anthony Donahue on tonight. Uh, he had to cancel on us. Uh, uh, he will come on a future date with us. Anthony Donahue's number one Knicks fan out there, and great story. And we'll have him on in a future date. We yes. will let you all know. Um, and again, Coach Fields is just phenomenal. Um, absolutely phenomenal. I mean, that he broke down those games. We'll have him again. Um, it would be awesome, like he said, to come out to New York. But uh, what's your thoughts for Coach Fields, sis? Anything? No, the guy obviously, you know, he he knows his stuff. He coached in the pros. Um, I like his picks for the playoffs. And, you know, again, he's very knowledgeable. Kenny, what about you? 
agree with sis and uh, respect coach fields 100% heck of a guy uh, check out his show the coach Scott field show he's got a podcast out there that's amazing and uh, look forward to these playoffs and uh, keeping in touch with him throughout the the months and, and you know going forward you know did you, did you guys see any pictures of his foot the operation that he had no unbelievable man scary scary hopefully he's good he looked good he looked in good spirits so hopefully he's fine yeah he did kenny he just did. an update 220 left in the game 96 90 memphis um so it's gonna be a good finish there and uh, I'll be honest, guys, I'm just, I'm super pumped. Well, you know, I got my Nick shirt on, but it's been, what, eight years since 2013. You know, I'm ready to go on uh, on Sunday, just waiting for the time. But um, I'm ready to go, I, man. Right. And I'm obviously looking forward to the Knicks as well, but I'm really looking forward to, what, about about five, ten-minute game time start? Warriors, Lakers. Yeah. Really would love to see the Warriors beat the Lakers and put a big scare in LeBron. No, well, that's not going to happen, so don't get too excited. I, I'm with Sis. Coach Breslin saying, great show as always tonight, guys. Yes, Coach Fields does a great job. Awesome. Thank you, Coach. Thank everybody for commenting tonight. A lot of comments, a lot of people viewing. We appreciate it. Again, guys, please check out the Rocky Mountain Sports Report with Dave, Jerry, and Matt. Um, they do an awesome job. We would love to have somebody from the Avalanche. TV one tonight will be basketball, Kenny, but I will have the Avalanche on another TV to watch them. Um, so I will watch a little playoff hockey tonight. Sounds good. And tomorrow, Wits and Wagers. Yes. Uh, basketball slash NHL picks. And uh, we'll do some talking as well. You know, comments and chat are welcome as well. But throw in some NBA and NHL picks tomorrow. And last but not least, again, one more time, Briggsy, happy birthday, buddy, up there. Um, again, that was awesome having his friends and family, saying a couple things about him, wishing him a happy birthday. We sang happy birthday. Again, he's probably mocking the hell out of us because how bad we sang. But, you know, it is, hey, that's what it is. We miss him. We love him. And, uh, again, like we always say here, he's part of our show going forward. So, Happy birthday one more time, Briggsy. And uh, that's it, guys. Anything else? That's it. See you tomorrow. tomorrow night, 6 p.m. See you guys.